I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. My intention is that you listen to the stories of these MVP guests and are inspired to become an MVP and bring value to the world through your skills. If you have not checked it out already, I do a YouTube series called How to Become an MVP. The link is in the show notes. With that, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from Auckland, New Zealand, my home country. He's a solution architect at Downer, New Zealand. He was first awarded as MVP in 2022, so nice and fresh. He's a user group leader for the Auckland Power Platform user group. He's a blogger, a YouTuber. You can find links to all his social media and bio, etc., in the show notes for this episode. Welcome to the show, Raghavan. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Thank you for having me here. Uh, I'm really like excited and absolutely love connecting with you because it's a. Uh, I I feel personally it's a great privilege for me and uh, having you on your show definitely like it's a. It's a really like an exciting thing for me because uh, it was like um, the happy moments I would like to share with the community, especially when you live in New Zealand. It's a really like uh, joyful journey. It's awesome, man. It's awesome. And it's awesome to see your journey and all the contributions you've done to the community um, over the last couple of years. You know, your, your, your profile has, you know, been increasing more and more. And great to see you get awarded the MVP. Before we talk about a bit about your journey and how you, you, you became an MVP and kind of what area of technology you focus in, can you tell me a bit about food, family, and fun? What does Raghavan do when he's not at Downer doing his day job? Uh, what what do you do outside of that? Yeah, sure, sure. So actually, like uh, I am a kind of um, yeah, world world explorer, I would say. Um, recently, on I think I would say for the last five years, it it was really quiet within New Zealand, I would say. But before that, I was like a like a world traveler. So I used to travel a lot, and then uh, I was in Scotland for a while. Like around five years, uh, I used to work for a company, British Telecom. So I was a solution architect there, and it was a really joyful journey. And then uh, I had a chance to visit Europe, and then Middle East, and then some of the area on Europe, which was really, really cool. So that was like, that is my key thing. So I am like a travel explorer. And then uh, in the last five years, because New Zealand is kind of far away, I would say, <laughs> from the rest of the world. Like, uh, So it is like uh, quite disappointing, but um, still, you know, like because due to different things, uh, I'm still exploring within New Zealand. I take always a new route when when the summer comes, so we explore the new things, which is really good. And my wife is such like... Uh, She's adapting and uh, she used to, she's also enjoying the journey, what I'm doing. So we both used to travel a lot down our summertime. So that's, uh, that's a thing. 
and also i prefer like we as a family we have two boys uh, so we as a family we explore all the reserve within new zealand and then go for a, a long walk and then find something really interesting which is really cool yeah that's that that's incredible so where did you originate from what country you're from originally yeah i am from india but um, the south india especially like um, the modern term is madras so everyone it's actually chennai so it's madras uh, uh, it's quite near to sri lanka it's very uh, like that's how i used to tell everyone yeah you can find sri lanka just below that there is a gap so yeah that's a south indian part wow wow it's definitely still on my list of countries to visit. I've, the closest I've been is Sri Lanka. I've been to Sri Lanka, but I haven't been to to India. I've flown over India on the way to the Middle East to do work in the Middle East, but not uh, not not landed uh, there or or you know explored the country. But it's it's going to happen one day. Um, favorite food in New Zealand. Favorite food in New Zealand. I'm still uh, like. Uh, indian based person but um i quite like a malaysian actually i don't know for some reason the roti chana and i am like i am a vegetarian but uh, still i mean uh, never minded anything about different foods but still go with the vegetarian foods uh, some reason i tried all the uh, the papa rich and then uh, the best malaysian restaurants within new zealand so those are like hawker rolls those things but again and again trying the same vegetarian dishes like that's the favorite food uh, i would say um i'm going to ask you lots of favorites being that you know i always find it intriguing when someone comes to new zealand to what what stands out and what's um strange you know in their perception so if you think of all the places you've traveled around new zealand what part of new zealand do you like the most uh i i think it's a south part which is uh, uh not been up to queenstown so far but still uh, we had a good journey last year on a summer time which is uh, from christchurch to lake tekapo and then up north through nelson and tasman which was super beautiful awesome like yeah so it's so lovely so the south part is really good but um, north is also uh, it's quite nearly there but south part is i would say it's a beautiful place agreed majestic right the mountain ranges and then the the incredible lakes and rivers and and yeah the south island is just magical yeah 100%, 100% totally agree man yeah it's like a great it. part in new zealand i like it and are your family all happy with living here or do they wish they were back home no 100% happy like um yeah my wife uh, harini uh, yeah she's uh, like super happy and the boys were like loving it because uh, the decision we made is still right because people prefer different locations but uh, i think personally for our lifestyle i think new zealand is the right place because the boys is i want my boys to enjoy and as well as learn everything so it's a bit of uh, low pressure here in the education system but uh, i want them to like learn and play rather than always learn because i used to come from the learn background completely so i don't want that uh, for my boys so. how much does cricket feature in your uh, pastime always always <laughs> 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 yeah always uh, yeah because you you know the background right like uh, yeah so we still we have been forced to watch cricket and then forced to play cricket so that's that's how we 
actually kind of i would say the way we grown up everyone in india so yeah we were a bit disappointed with the world cup <laughs> we lost uh, against england but still okay yeah still fine good try actually so yeah excited for the the upcoming matches uh, india tour of new zealand so i have booked few tickets uh, along with uh, i think you know jiva very well so he lives very nearby is a uh, like a neighbor neighbor to us so we are all going to matches and then see if you can get players which is really like a dream for us always. nice that's so good that's so good what brought you to new zealand did you come because of work because you landed a job is that the reason you came here or was another reason no actually like um, yeah so a yeah, long story short uh, yeah i missed my residency in uk due to personal reasons and then uh, i thought okay there is no point of going back to uk to, and then wait for another 6 years so then uh, and I, anyway uh, always i had a dream of uh, like studying masters in abroad so i applied in uk as well but it was discontinued due to the same personal reason and then i thought i want something i wanted to do my masters and then explore what is actually happening because i was always in the microsoft world so i wanted to come out and then see what is actually happening in the open source world and then for that i want my career uh, like little bit like going up upskilling my education as well so then i thought okay oh why can't i study masters but i want some english speaking country rather than european countries cuz uh, i'm quite good in learning different languages i can read and write five languages currently yeah <laughs> yeah what but still again uh, you know i thought uh, okay if i take that pressure so i don't want to learn a language first and then uh, read again so i thought uh, either uk or new zealand because they both have the similarities never been to new zealand so i thought okay let's give it a try in new zealand and then i did my masters here so that's the thing so very happy with that Did you do that at Auckland University or Massey or or, or where? Uh no I did my masters in University of Waikato. Oh yes wow yeah. wow yeah yeah it was a really good journey good professors and uh, complete new learning lifestyle that was like super awesome super awesome yeah Did did you live in the Waikato for it Yeah 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 I was there for around 2 years and uh, Hamilton yeah peaceful city it's a student city you're very city, brave you're very brave <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you uh, classic no it's a lovely part of the country um tell me my my father actually lives in uh, in in that region actually no he's just outside in hawks bay probably more um or oh, the bay of plenty i can't even remember their region anyhow tell me about how did you originally get into technology Where where did that start? Where did you decide, you know, this is my type of thing technology? Um and and what was it and kind of what's your journey been up to what you're doing now? Yeah, I think uh I would say I'm still in the quiet uh, right path from the beginning. So all my background is from information technology. Did my bachelor's and I already hold uh, one more masters in computer applications. and then uh, masters in information technology which is in which is at university of waikato everything is related to information technology and um, from the beginning started uh, like when i started my career at 2007 
still with the same technology but always in the microsoft world for a long period more than a decade it was always a microsoft like 365 and then sharepoint and then so that's why i wanted a break okay so maybe uh, yeah it was also like dynamics we were doing quite heavily when i was at um, uk sharepoint and dynamics together but it was on premise and then i thought okay maybe i need a break because i wanted to see what is like open source is doing yeah and then uh, i decided to step down uh, after my masters and then uh, had a very good journey with hill laboratories uh, based in hamilton i did my internship and then part time and then uh, it's a very long journey yeah hill hill laboratories yeah you know why i'm like surprised like i used to work for them before i got into my it career really yeah do work for them yeah 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 so awesome guys there and then uh, dan hoxson from uh, uk so he was with a chief technology officer so he gave me a very good opportunity and uh, even before uh, when i was studying he decided to give me okay so you wanted to do front end development or you crazy like you are from microsoft background or you really wanted to do this and then i said yeah 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 that's fine uh, it's okay and then he trusted me and then uh, he gave me an opportunity to work on uh, front end development so i learned a lot about uh, how to actually design the website beautifully so uh, two different frameworks angular react uh, and vuejs and then i built some uh, good uh, the order management system for them which was super excited and then uh, did my internship with uh, hill laboratories again yeah it was super cool overall like uh, i i thought okay i'm satisfied in the it career because uh, not always in the microsoft world so i stepped out and then stepped down as well learned something which is really cool like what other guys are doing why they are doing so that was the point i wanted to actually learn why these guys are like if microsoft is providing awesome set of uh, suit and the tool set and why like people in other side they prefer open source that was my always in my mind i wanted to see why they are actually doing what is the reason behind that so i got that answer like why people prefer open source development why people prefer like uh, uh, the microsoft set of tools and the answer is uh, when you want uh, like a rapid development and you don't have enough resources but you are like a corporate enterprise yes you will always choose the microsoft because you have big scale and you wanted to you, you are not supposed to wait because you have a large resource already you wanted to make the application up and running immediately within a short span of time so that's where like uh, the big enterprise company will choose that and then uh, if you are like a startup or a small company where you can't actually afford the license cost so then they will go with that uh, open source and then uh, they will build their own products your opinion i'm going to ask for do you think that limits the startup company potentially in time because in my mind i've got a client that we are currently supplying 60 staff too they're a startup and they are doing everything react and 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 I'm wondering like because I know this business and know that they're running into now issues around scale um yes you know we're doing all that development and stuff for them but 
what what's your opinion then? How does that startup company, and I know we're, we're, we're diverging here, how does that startup company transition then? Because often you get the startups, they 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 do well, they get funding, then all of a sudden they get lots of funding. And so now they're now what was maybe a small business, they're now definitely mid-market crouching on into enterprise because of the 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 money that's involved in their in their business. Do you think that then they can sometimes create a because obviously the way I'm loading this question, I do believe they create a, a risk profile for them in that if they build everything very developer centric, they then they got to stay developer centric unless they go. You know what? We actually need to repivot and go go to an enterprise platform like Microsoft. And of course, I'm going to get haters for saying that that all these open source are not necessarily enterprise. Hey, we know they are. Like Facebook runs on it, so you know we 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 know it's enterprise scale for sure. But you get my meaning from a business perspective. Yeah, yeah. So I would say again, uh, it's their call. Like as long as um, uh, like they got a good funding and they wanted to go with uh, like Node.js with uh, some kind of messaging queue, if they are happy with that approach, yes, yes, they can take it. But parallelly, the other side, yes, we have Microsoft, which is already like up and running and it's a very good uh, trusted provider, I would say. And it's, um, you know, like all the governments based on every country, they trust Microsoft. So they have to consider that point as well because Azure is super awesome and they have all the facilities when compared to all other competitors. So instead of spending their time in building their own products, I think they can also consider these facts and then decide wisely, like this is the thing. Yes, why why we need to spend time and then the go to market time, which is really important. Like how long they can actually wait and in New Zealand the biggest problem is finding the right skill set and the right resource. I think it is like always like you will have a big lack somewhere. Like uh, it's hard to find the resource here. And also especially like if it is out of Auckland or out of the major cities, I don't think people prefer to work, especially like uh Hawks Bay or Palmerston North, like people try to avoid those things. Like, okay, from uh, I can't live here, so so it is like uh, again a big decision. But uh, they they should think all these facts. You kind of went to the dark side of the force with uh, <laughs> with with open source and looking at it. What 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 brought you back to the light? What brought you back to Microsoft? Because you're obviously squarely playing in Microsoft now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Again, this is like, a, uh, I would say, um, <laughs> the answer was like, uh, when I was actually looking, okay, no more to Microsoft. So I'm happy with uh, what I'm doing with Angular and React on the front-end side. And then on the back-end side, started with the C-sharp again, Node.js. And then I thought, okay, what is this the low-code, no-code business is actually doing? Right. Because the power platform was evolving at the time, like five years back. And then I thought, okay, maybe because the company was also interested to see why we are actually having so many resources. And then can you please go and explore? Because you are the guy, you worked in Microsoft. Can you go and see what is actually there and then attend some few conferences, attend some trainings and then see what is actually there? Can we build something for our business which can actually give some instant productivity to the team 
and then uh, that will be like super cool if you can make this happen then we can jump into this platform right so and then i i uh, built a very simple app through power app like five years ago it was like a recorder like voice recorder kind of stuff uh, using the media and it was super cool i made that within like a couple of days so that that is super cool with a common data service solution as a backend database and then oh that is super cool to save the thing and we didn't spend too much effort into that and then i thought okay that's the right area like what microsoft is doing i think uh, this will give and uh, increase the streamline of the business and then give instant productivity to the business and then i i thought okay let's give it try this and then uh, started pitching in more into that and completely like all the last 5 years here within the power platform super happy we built so many good products and the customers were really really happy they they're enjoying it so so that, that's that's interesting and you work for a company right you're not working for a partner uh, how did you you know get into i think um what i've seen in some of the um references to down there they're one of the biggest field service deployments i think maybe in the southern hemisphere if not further afield yeah that's right what's are you mainly working on dynamics 365 stuff now or mainly working on power platform no mainly on power platform you are right or well, the analysis you have done is absolutely right yes we have a large team still looking after dynamic 365 field service and resco so that's the thing wow resco is still in flight eh yeah so that's still a heavy workload the all the workforce they are still using the field service and resco so i had a chance to work for the team and then uh, later because i work for business not for the downer it so so the the senior management decided like uh, okay can you explore power platform keep that dynamics aside so let the team look after what they are continuously doing and then uh, can you look after the transport thing transport point of view and then see whether we can uh, bring something really interesting to the community and the workforce because the first line workforce was really hard to manage because it's like uh, so many illiterate but they are very good workforce they don't know how to sign and it's all paper form those things like a really problem so so we were looking at in a different angle and then uh, so we we adapted into power platform i would say and the senior management is still happy they they are happy with that that's so good that's so good is i feel like i want to talk about so many things with you um how how good has it been in mvp uh i got a very good response from the senior management so far yeah it's a well rewarded thing so they are happy and my boss is super happy yes uh, they all celebrated really well because it's a really great thing uh, for me personally like i'm super excited and then i know a like an extreme joyful journey Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 guy. If you like the show and want to be a supporter, check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365 guy. Thanks again, and see you next time.